What's going on, guys? Me and Lou here. We Earlier in the season, we talked some division expectations. Before everything started, I believe, Lou, that this was our first episode on September 1st. Yeah. Um, so it was just, we really wanted to reflect and see how things changed throughout the season, how our opinions of certain teams were compared to how they actually are now. Lou, let's jump in with the AFC East. How the division went was Pats, Bills, Jets, and Miami. What did you have? I had the same thing as you. I had the Pats, then the Jets, then the Bills, then Miami. And uh, the Bills exceeded both our expectations. And the Pats kind of both were where we thought they were. And the Jets were a big disappointment. It is what it is. Injuries happen. And um, no one could have saw the quarterback getting mono. I mean, like, that just hmm. that doesn't happen. And that kind of derailed sure. the whole season with C.J. Mosley getting hurt and yeah. Quentin Williams was hurt. It, it was a rough stretch for them, but... Uh, I think we were pretty accurate besides that. No, yeah, we definitely were. And, and not. I don't even think that we necessarily thought that the Bills were going to be horrible. We yeah. just thought that the Bills were going to, I mean, that the Jets were going to be better because the talent that they brought in. I mean, Jamison Crowder, Le'Veon Bell, CJ Mosley, these guys are guys that, that necessarily change a team. Pro I mean, bowlers. Yeah, Jamal Adams is there, Marcus May is, they're both really good safeties. And like you said, Quentin Williams was a great addition in the offseason. Um, so I, I necessarily put, put the blame on. Adam Gase not Same. getting it all together. I mean, obviously, with the exception of Sam Donald getting banged up. But, yeah, that th- this was a rare occurrence where we did think uh, the, the same way for the division. But, Lou, let's head to the AFC North. Uh, how I had it was Pittsburgh, the Browns, the Ravens, and then the Bengals. The reason why I had the Ravens coming in third was all the departures that they had and had uh, Lamar, who was a young quarterback. I didn't know if he was going to take the steps. We obviously thought that Pittsburgh was going to be better because of yeah. Big Ben, but credit to Tomlin for having that team still be 500, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and I expected more from the Browns with the talent that they were bringing in, um, but I don't think I have to really comment on the Bengals. We knew that the Bengals weren't going to be anything crazy, but what did you have for this division? Yeah, so I, I was pretty close. I had the Steelers in first with the Ravens close second. I thought it's going to be a close division, but I, I knew the Browns' dumpster fire had no shot. I said 7-9 and nine from the jump. Uh, like you said, we knew the Bengals would be terrible, but yeah, I was all out on the Browns. I, I saw this coming from a mile away. It just wasn't going to work. I wasn't in on Kitchens, wasn't in on Mayfield. And yeah, I, again, like you said, if the Steelers could have stayed healthy, would have been a big difference. But yeah, I did have the Ravens up there, and they, they were definitely a contender just because that defense, even if I didn't think Lamar would take the big leaps that he did. Yeah. So, Lou, let's head to your division, the AFC South. We talk about this division as being one of the more competitive divisions, obviously with the NFC East. The NFC East usually provides teams that don't want to compete and still just have similar records. The AFC AFC South always has teams that compete. Uh, My order was actually your Colts coming in first, Jacksonville coming in second, excuse me, Houston coming in third, and Tennessee coming in last. Um, I was clearly wrong because the two teams that I had in the bottom finished on the top and the two yeah. teams that finished on the top finished on the bottom. Um, but, you know, I just thought that, that the Colts, even with Brissett, would, would have had, you know, the proper personnel, especially with the strides that a lot of the rookies took last year, you know. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's just like the same damn story with, with Houston and Tennessee. You know, the, these teams just continuously like 8-8. Eight and eight, Nine and seven, seven and nine, and it's either you make the playoffs by the last wild card seed, you win the division, or you just miss it. Like like Barely. I said, by a couple of games. Um, I thought Jacksonville was going to take better strides to to be a more complete team, but like I said, same damn story. Yeah, I, I've been saying this the whole time though. I thought Foles is a fraud. He's not. A, he's not good. I, I, yeah. I said this from the jump. You know that he had a, he got hot one season. Credit to Doug Peterson and those weapons, but he's not a good quarterback. I, I will say this: he might be a good leader. 
but he's not good at playing the position. I had Jacksonville in last, had Tennessee coming in second last, then I had Houston and us. I thought that would have been the two, uh, the the winner, and then the wild card would have been Houston. I was obviously wrong. It was flip flopped where the Colts were at the ball in third, Tennessee, then Houston. Uh, yeah, I expected you. I mean, they have the best quarterback in the division, and that's usually how it works. It, it honestly, I mean, it, it's kind of how it went in every division, almost in the AFC. I mean, yeah, yeah. every the best quarterback came in first in all of them. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy how that whole Tennessee situation worked out because we thought, you know, pulling Mariota in the middle yeah. of the season really would have led to more more losing, you know, and dysfunction. Put, yeah, but but you know that was that was the right call and good for for Vrabel for for making the choice and, and having the Kahuna's to do that. But Lou, another great division, AFC West, and this division, I think me and you both had the Chiefs finishing up front. Um, but I, I think. In between that, it kind of got a little tricky. I had the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, and then the Broncos coming in last. Uh, I, I just didn't think that the Broncos are going to be able to pull it together, and I didn't know how much they were going to buy in to Vic Fangio. Obviously, losing Bradley Chubb in the beginning of the year wasn't beneficial by any means. Um, but just like you said, with, with the, the Chiefs, I mean, they have the best quarterback. And I had the Raiders as one of my worst of first teams, and they almost got to, to that level. I mean, not yet. I think they had the same record as Denver. Mm-hmm. So those two teams are, are, are right there. Uh, I do think that the Raiders will, will pull out to be a, a more complete team next year, though. Definitely, yeah. I, I, this is the only division uh, in the AFC that I hit. Uh, I hit everyone right on the head. Chiefs first. I had Denver second. I really liked them. I had Oakland in third. And I, I told you from the jump, uh, from the article I wrote, I said San Diego, fall, LA falls apart. Well, I pulled you yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no, I, they, I knew they weren't going to be good this year. Rivers was a, a, a shot fighter. He still is. Uh, the O-line wasn't good enough. The Melvin Gordon thing didn't help. No, it definitely didn't. I mean, that, that kind of set them back like as far as like starting the year went. But I do think before he came back, they were playing better as a team than when mm-hmm. he joined them. I mean, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler were both having career years for like the first four or five weeks until Melvin Gordon kind of came along and then onto Henry got banged up and he came back and they had to give Melvin Gordon a certain amount of touches because it wasn't working and then he blew that game against Tennessee and that's kind of when Tennessee started their win streak yep. um, so, so the Chargers just really had another year of being the Chargers you know yeah but let's take this to the NFC and what I personally think as the best division in football the NFC West uh it's tough. This is probably the mo- one of the more competitive ones, too. Uh, what I had was the Rams coming in first, Seattle coming in second, San Fran coming third, and Arizona coming in last. See, I thought San Fran was going to give us what they gave us the past two years. You know, everyone gets banged up. I thought maybe uh, Shanahan would have had to been, I don't want to say relieved of his duties, but he definitely would have had to been put on the hot seat after this year. But the 49ers proved me wrong. I admitted that in the middle of the season. Um, and I'm not afraid to say that I was wrong. They just, before this year, they really didn't show me anything. So I was happy that I was proven wrong, and it's okay for me to bite the bullet on that one. I just thought the Rams, when they played in the Super Bowl and Seattle having Russell Wilson, that they would have had a better chance to kind of start on top. But what do you have for that division, Lou? Yeah, I was kind of not all over the place. I had Arizona in last, obviously. I mean, rookie quarterback. So, so, so I had the 49ers in second, and I thought – uh, they would tie with the Rams, and I thought Seattle would take the division, but I, I was wrong. I mean, I knew this would be a tough competitive division. I mean, I thought three teams could have made the playoffs in this division. Uh, we'll get to the NFC North in a second. I thought two teams could have came out of there as well, possibly three. Obviously, uh, only two did come out. But yeah, I was. I, I liked the 49ers this year. I, they were one of my, uh, not worst of first, but I, I thought they would bounce back. The Bosa pick definitely helped. 
Um, and yeah, I, I kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't expect the Rams to be that uh, dysfunctional. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't. And I, I think we saw them kind of do like a, a clean sweep in the middle of the year to kind of think where they wanted to be maybe for next year uh, when they got rid of their two corners in Tlaib and Peters. Uh, obviously, they, they started to get a little competitive after that, but there just wasn't a, there wasn't enough time for, for them to necessarily come back when, when they got Ramsey, you know. But, mm-hmm. but let's go to the NFC South. And this division, I mean, so, some years it's so flip-flop, wish-washy. In, in other years, it's just straightforward. It is what it is, you know what I mean? Uh, so I actually got this one all correct. I had the Saints coming in, in first, Falcons coming in second, Bucks coming in third, and, and Panthers coming in last. And that's just the way it went. I, I, I got lucky to predict them all right. I just I knew that the Saints had the firepower. And, I mean, Atlanta didn't really have that great of a year, but still managed to finish second in that division. I look for the Bucks to either upgrade at the quarterback position or make sure that Jameis is like on like a really short leash. I think he's a, a, a good candidate for a franchise tag because I think with the numbers that he actually put up, I mean, he had 5,000 passing yards and I think over 35 touchdowns. Godwin and Evans were both top five receivers this year. Yeah. So it's just hard to, to necessarily say that, that he's not deserving when all those accolades are given out. But still throws 30 interceptions, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can't, tough. like Ryan Clark said, is the only QB in history that keeps both teams in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, and for this division, I was close. I had the Bucks in last. I thought the coaching change, it wouldn't fit. Uh, it fit better than I thought it would. And I thought the Panthers would be better. I liked their defense. I liked, um, what's his name? They came out of the draft. Oh, I, what's, oh my God, he had a good season. They're, the rookie uh, on defense they drafted. Vita Vea, Devin Bush? No, no, for the Panthers. Oh, 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 uh, Brian Burns. Brian Burns. I loved Brian Burns coming out. He had a good season before he got hurt, but yeah, no, I mean, the only thing I was right on uh, with this division, I, the Saints were frauds, and that's yeah. all I'll say is I, I called that. Uh, not, to, <laughs> not, to, not, to, not to kill Drew Brees, but I, I've said this, man's not man's not about it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, that That's clearly your opinion, but this is coming from a Peyton Manning guy. So <laughs> anyway, let's go to the NFC North. And, well, this was another division I was spot on. And I, I think you were pretty close to yeah. it as well. Um, but I had Green Bay coming in first, Minnesota coming in second, the Bears coming in third, and, and Lions in last. You know, I, I'm not a firm believer in the Patriots coaching tree, and I hope that's different um, with the conversion of Joe Judge coming to the New York Giants. We'll see where that, that really goes. But, you know, I, I, I feel bad for, for a guy like Matthew Stafford who really has put on his whole career and really kind of risked everything. I mean, he, he's going through some tough times now, and I, I'm sure that there's questions if, if he's going to be healthy enough to be the quarterback for the Lions next year. I mean, this dude tried to play through fractured vertebrae and discs in his back, and yeah. it's just tough when he doesn't have the talent around him. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought – with the coaching change in Green Bay, it would, have, it would have brought better out of Rodgers, and that certainly happened. I think the Vikings are a solid team with a solid coach. I know uh, you're not too fond of the Vikings, but I I, I don't know. I think big Kirk guy, a big Kirk guy. I think I think Zimmer Zimmer does a good job, especially yeah. with Kirk. You know, uh, I think I thought he took some steps in the right direction this year, but their quarterback situation is certainly better than the Bears, who were restricted due to their quarterback. Yeah, I mean that that's where I was the the biggest off on this division. I I really liked, I thought Minnesota would have taken a step back because of all the uh, drama with the receivers. Yeah, and, stuff. And, and things like that, and then. I don't know. I just thought the Bears defense, they did it last year. They were the best team in the division. Uh, they were very quick, good on special teams, and they just couldn't overcome Trubisky. That, it, it, no one saw him taking such a regression. Like he was, yeah. he was decent last year. Like He was a solid QB last year, and he just took leaps and bounds backwards. 
Uh, but yeah, I thought they, they disappointed me a lot. They were kind of the, the Rams for me in this division. I really like them uh, to repeat, but I think I think 60% of teams that win divisions uh, don't win them the next season. So it just happens. Yeah, no, we'll have to see. And I hope that's the case for my team. Uh, let's head to the NFC East. And this division was probably the worst division in football this year. Yeah, I mean, close. I, I definitely thought that the Eagles and Cowboys are better teams than what they actually provided for us this year with 8-8 with eight and eight records. Um, but I had higher hopes for my Giants as well, and I guess that's what led to, to Sherman necessarily being fired. Um, but the order I had was Dallas, Giants, Philly, and Washington. I thought Washington had a, had a great hire in Ron Rivera, and I was really pushing for him to, to be the Giants coach. So I, I think they're in good hands kind of going forward. Um, and like I said with Joe Judge, I really hope that that works out. But, I mean, the Cowboys are going to have a new coach, too, with uh, Mr. McCarthy coming from, from Green Bay after a year off. Um, but I, I really think Doug Peterson does a good job with those Eagles, and I feel like that's really the team that needs to get uh, more more talent rather than coaching. Yeah. We're, we're opposite for, for the rest of those three teams. I definitely agree. Like I said the whole season, I, I thought Dallas was going to blow it, and they did. I liked Philly to win it. Uh, I think Carson Wentz, again, it, it, he's the best quarterback in that division and the best QB won the division. That's what it came down to. I was wrong. I thought the Giants would come in last, and I thought the Redskins would be decent at least because they yeah. do have an okay defense. But, uh, yeah, that whole QB situation, and Haskins isn't ready, then you fire the coach, and then he is ready now. Oh, he doesn't know the playbook, but, oh, he does know the playbook now. Like It's so <laughs> crazy like how, how that could just happen for an organization. Case Keenum just came out the other day and said that that, that is Dwayne Haskins' team. So we'll just have to hope and, hope and see that the media says the same thing as far as that goes. Yeah. But, but that wraps it up for our divisional expectations. Lou, I thought it was really cool to see how, how things changed throughout the year. Um mm-hmm especially from from where we were starting from back in September. Um, So, like I said, this was our first episode. I thought it was really cool to get back and do this. Make sure you guys use hashtag since the sandbox to let us know what you thought of our division expectations. Also, don't be afraid to drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because I think that we deserve it. (laughs) Anything below five, I don't even want it. (laughs) But that wraps it up for this episode, guys, since the sandbox, baby. Booyah.